Take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. Yeah, it's not over. Even though it seems to see if it is, but I'm, I promise you it's not over. Yeah. 2020 was a hit. A lot of people lost families. I lost people from my husband's family side. Two aunties passed on within a month and their sisters. So, and I know a lot of people out there who lost a parent or two or brother or sister last year. So, um, it has not been easy. Let's just get to that fact that it's not been easy. And I feel your pain because I'm not going to come on here and act as if I've been excluded. I myself was saved from death. I'm telling you the truth. People, um, some of my friends and colleagues, they're like, oh, Cynthia, um, you went MIA, like you went underdog. What happened to you? You just went cold. Nobody knew anything about you. But the truth is that they didn't know that their like homegirl was fighting for her life. Oh, yeah, I was. But we all know that for people who serve God. It don't matter how the devil come at you. You would always come on the other side victorious. And I'm not here to focus on your grief. I'm not here to focus on your on your moment of sadness or depression or frustration. I'm just here to give you hope. Because trust me, as I'm even doing this podcast, I have it seems like everything is falling apart. And one would say, are you crazy? How do you find the courage to encourage people when you're in the moment of discouragement? How do you find the courage to inspire people when everything around you speaks less of inspiration? How do you find the courage to do that? I'll tell you one thing, God. That man has a funny way of picking you up from the dirt, of slapping that frustration off your mind or off your head rebuking the spirit that tries to interfere with his plans in your life so when i come up here and i talk to you every day know that i'm fighting and god is fighting for me and if he's doing the same thing with me he is surely doing the same thing with you if you believe in him because he said those who believe in him would never be ashamed It don't matter what it is, whether you have the money or not, or whether you have the connections, it don't matter what it is. If you believe in God, you just have two options, faith and grace. Because faith helps you in moments that you don't know what's going to happen. And grace just does the rest. So yeah, welcome to TKT's podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Grace. I like to thank God first for giving me the opportunity to come back here a new woman. The devil came for my life in 2020, but God said it wasn't my time. God's hands were on me and he said, child, you ain't going nowhere. I have not authorized your departure from this earth. And until that time, you will be planted on earth until you fulfill what I have called you to do on earth. I know my time isn't up. 
it don't matter how I know it isn't up so I just hope this channel is going to be a light for people who just tuned in this is a brand new platform revised reformed with a new insight and a new mind but I'm here to also not just I'm not here to entertain you because some people think that's what podcast is all about that people just stop podcasts because they want to make money monetize money or entertain or do something no this is heavy for me because first of all I don't like anything public no I don't because I don't I don't know who's out there I don't know who's gonna listen I don't know who who, who this stuff is for but what we do is we just plunge into faith and we say God we hope that what we're doing makes a difference we hope that this would go far so for those of you who is just tuning in trying to figure out what walking grace is I'll explain to you what it is we are nothing but the grace of God if you don't know what grace is grace means unmerited favor from God yeah grace is unmerited it's the favor that God gives on us. It's the favor that God gives to his children. I'm not talking about God's, cre um, God's creations. I'm talking about God's people because there's a difference between God's creation and God's people. The people of God are people who believe in Jesus and accept that he's their Lord and Savior. So grace is available to them through Jesus. I come on here as someone who doesn't have all the answers. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I don't know everything. This is a journey that I'm taking, and I know a lot of people are also taking this journey with me. We don't know what we're doing. The only thing that makes sense in this world is God. So if you don't have him, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how you can get far in life because God literally is the blueprint of life. So we are all walking graces. That means we're messed up one way or the other, right? We don't have it all together. We're imperfect creatures. Some, some days we're flying and some days we're crawling. Some days we're happy and some days we're sad. Some days we're frustrated and the next moment we're... Uh. One day you were a caring person and the next day you were mean. Yeah. We are all walking graces. So yes, I'm a walking grace. And so are most Christians out there. Because there's nothing we can do without the grace of God. Now, on this platform, I'll be spurring you into believing that grace is abundant for you wherever and however you are, whoever you are. God can meet you where you are, be it single, married, broken, bitter, mean, good, bad, come on, evil, selfish, selfless, come on, depressed, discouraged, angry, mad, unforgiven, confused, fearful, unsure, betrayed, denied, spat on, disgraced, humiliated, unqualified, and misunderstood. Grace is enough, period. Where, where your skills end, his grace takes over. His grace can dethrone kings and replace them with you. You can't work for it manipulate your way into it you can't even cheat to get it or earn it so i tell people to not try to go there because it won't help you because the simple truth is that we don't deserve it it is 
available to us through the blood of the Lamb. And a lot of people out there can act like they don't want it because they don't believe in God or because they believe that there's no God out there. But the truth is that you need grace because there's a place we get in life where your human logic and skills fails you. And when it fails, you need a supernatural help. And that's where grace comes in. That's where folks that really serve God succeed. Now, the kicker to all of this is this, and i like for you to listen carefully. As bountiful and freely given the grace of God is, it's also real and it will test you. Everything about grace is beautiful until you're provoked, <laughs> until you're challenged, until you're tested, right? Yep. Grace will do that to you. It will test your faith. It will test your tenacity, your resistance, your heart, your mind, your love, and actions. I tell people that pray for the grace of God every day. Can you really handle the grace of God in your life? I mean, can you handle the good and the bad side of grace? Huh? A lot of people have it. But they don't know how to appreciate grace. They don't know how to work with the grace of God to get them to where God wants them to be. They even go as further as abusing the grace of God. You know, because they think it's a free pass to do whatever you want to do. As, as abundant as the, as the grace of God can be in your life, you can also diminish the grace in your life by the actions and the choices that you make. If you decide to always dwell in sin and not listen to God when he talks to you, and you disobey him even when he's giving you a direct order, that alone can diminish the grace of God in your life. That's the side people, that's the side about grace people don't talk about. They talk about the good side, but they don't talk about the side that challenges you. They don't talk about it. There's a need to work hand in hand with the grace of God. So be careful on how you handle it. It's very, it's, it's, a, it's not fragile, but it's precious. If you understand what I mean. Because God can bless you one minute and withhold his blessings from you the next day. Just to know if you love him for what he gives you or who he is. His grace will show you his patience, but also teach you how to be patient for his will. So you won't always have your ways with the grace of God all the time. His grace will test your listening and obedience skills. So I tell Christians who are so bold and motivational speakers is that you can, you can, you can talk all the talk you want, but can you walk his talk? Can you walk the talk of God, his word, not just your word, but can you walk his talk? His grace will show up loud at your weakest moment. And be silent when your pride takes the stage. His grace doesn't need your muscles to show his greatness. No, it doesn't. And that's why when you think you got it all together, he's silent watching you. But then when you think it's all crumbling down, that's when it's like, come on. Now I can show myself. So there are moments you want God to come through and he don't come through. Because his ways are not your ways. He's all-knowing. 
He's never going to do things at your timing or when you want it to or how you want it to. He's God. So for you, who is expecting God to show up in the way that you want him to? Nah. And, and, and also to back this, if you go to Judges 7, read the whole of Judges 7. It's about Gideon. You would see what happened with Gideon and the Israelites. They were 20,000. Um or 22,000 people saying, oh, we're going to go against this people. Um, we're going to win and da, 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 da. And God looked at them and said, um, no, 22,000 is too much. That they will see their skills and see themselves. And when they win this battle, they'll say, oh, they did it by their strength. So God, God told Gideon, hey, um, he, he set some param parameters um, to weed out certain people and out of 22,000, only 300 soldiers were chosen. And when I tell you that, you would think with three, um, 300 soldiers, they were the ones that fought the war against gazillion soldiers. No, all they did was stand in front of the battle and said they blew their horns. I'm just giving you a summary. So if I were you, you would go and you read it. Okay, they blew their horns and they said one sword for the Lord and one sword for Gideon, one sword for the Lord and one sword for Gideon. That's kind of my anthem these days. I'm saying, God, one sword for you, uh, one sword for the Lord and one sword for me, one sword for the Lord and one sword for me. That's how I fight my battles. Now I go to that to that book and I just prophesy. And sometimes my tears are my horns. Some of you who know what I'm saying, they know what sometimes your tears are literally your prayers. So I tell God I don't have a trumpet, but I hope that my tears serves as a horn. And fast forward, do you know how they defeated those armies? When they blew their horns, God made the armies fight against each other. And they slaughtered themselves. And those who survived right away so they won that battle by not lifting the finger yes they chased some soldiers and they slaughtered them but imagine gazillion soldiers coming against a, a hand for you of 300 without lifting a muscle god made them destroy themselves so when i say that his grace will show up loud at your weakest moment, but be silent when your pride takes the stage. I mean that God does not need your muscle to show his greatness. He needs your submission because you're his bride. And he has earned your love on the cross. That's what we call a perfect marriage with grace. Submitting to God. Not necessarily having your way. His grace is forgiven, but will demand you to forgive as well. Because who much is given, much is required. Even when you're the one who's been hurt, sometimes grace would want you to say sorry. Would you be able to say sorry at that moment? Or would you go to God defending yourself and say, but Lord, this happened to me, but Lord. If God said, if God says, go and apologize, say you're sorry. There's a certain grace and a, and, and a blessing that flows from that obedience that you cannot buy or earn. That would earn you much more than not, than not saying you're sorry. 
So submission is key to unleashing an impeccable grace in your life. Grace cannot fix what you fake, honey. Let me just second everything I've said with that. Because a lot of people go to God with a fake heart. You go to God pretending that you are holy. Didn't I tell you you can't earn grace? You cannot earn grace. Grace will require honesty from you. You can't go to God acting like he don't see your heart. If you come to God, you should already know that he knows you in and out. So there's nothing that is hidden from God. So spare yourself the, the fakeness. Spare yourself the trying to be holy, downright holy, and go to God vulnerable. If you're mad, tell God you are mad. If you're frustrated, tell God, you know what, God? I'm pissed off right now. If you're if you're, humili- if you're humiliated, just go to God and say, God, you know what? I feel like the bottom of the earth. I feel like the bottom of the ocean. I feel like crap. You have to go to a place. to. You have to go. You have to get to the place of vulnerability. For you to really understand the power of grace. You do. It cannot fix what you fake. But the thing that I love about grace is that it won't leave you or forsake you. I've had my fair share of experience with grace. Hence the name Sin the Grace. I mean, I am perfect. But I'm always real with grace. I'm always real with God. If it means going to God every day, you know, to, like to lay down my everything to him. I go to him every day with the hurt, with my pride with my frustrations and I have never seen him fail me he always comes through and I think the one thing he appreciates about me is my honesty because he knows that when I'm knocking at his door things about to go down it's about to get real up in this place he knows ain't nothing to hide and by being that way God has helped me to deal with some hurt that I couldn't deal with. He's helped me understand. He's helped me shake off some pains that I couldn't shake off on my own. Because I am honest with him. You know, when things goes bad, I question his grace. Sometimes I go days without talking to God because I'm upset. I'm like, why would you allow such bad things to happen to me? And then I go out there and I brag about how good you are and you let the enemy come from my life so trust me I've been there I've questioned God I've yelled at him I'm t- look but the thing is that I am not a surprise to God because even when I'm throwing my weight around and behaving like a 15 year old child he's like mm-hmm. I see you He's not even quick to judge me. He's not quick to send me off and say, how dare you talk to me like that? He's patient because he understands. He's walked through the earth, so he knows the struggle of humanity. Jesus once walked this earth, so he knows you. He knows and he feels the pain of humanity. He knows the struggle is real. 
and he sees right through. So don't think that you're alone. Don't think he doesn't understand. Don't think he won't get it. When you yell, scream, he does. He does. His grace will empower you, but it won't enable you. So don't you ever feel entitled or complacent. Because there's God's grace, but there's also God's power in your creation to do the part that he has called, he has created your body and your mind to do. In this journey, we all have a part to play. In your journey of life, you have a part to play, whether you're a Christian or not. A lot of Christians make the mistake of waiting on God. They're like, I'm waiting on God for this. But when in actuality, you're actually lazy. You are. A lot of people feel entitled. They forget that they have a part to play. They feel entitled. They're like, well, God, I didn't. Look, listen, I am. A sp- I keep telling people that I am a, the spoiled kid of God. I'm the last child of Jesus Christ because, man, when I go to him, the thing I, I look, I'm like, Jesus, first of all, I did not ask to be on this earth. When you created the world and made me, you didn't ask for my opinion. So when I come down here and ask you for X, Y, and Z, you ought to come through. Now, that was my mentality. But of course, in life, when you drink milk as a, as a child, at some point you grow up and you start to eat meat. You start to eat meat, solid food, and then you understand this walk. You do. So right now, I don't feel entitled to the grace of God. I feel more like a partner in ministry. I feel more like a, like a hand of God, like the feet of God, like the voice of God, like it's a partnership now. I'm like, God, we got this. We have this. We have this war to fight. We got this thing to achieve. We got the souls to win. I'm in partnership with God now. So some things might happen to me and I don't go to God saying, uh, 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 uh. I'm like, it's okay, God. I feel hurt right now. I feel bruised right now. I don't got it together. I'm a mess, but we're going to get through it. Jesus, we're going to get through it. Sometimes when I'm like, I don't think we're going to get through it. (laughs) I think I'm done. And then God says, remember, we're in a partnership. Who told you to give up? Who told you it was over? Who told you to? Who? Who? Child, get up. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's a partnership. Sometimes I'm down. I don't need to motivate God. The only thing I do for God is praise. He don't need your motivation. No, he doesn't. You need his motivation. He needs your praise. So we are in a partnership that is working with grace. So I don't feel entitled. I feel privileged. It's an honor to be called a daughter of God. It's an honor because God left the throne to come down to this measly, miny, tiny earth to die for me and empower me through his blood. Who am I? Who am I? 
it's a humbling it's a humbling thing when you come to think of it who am i that god will leave the throne to come here so i would urge you not to feel entitled to anything man feel honored feel privileged and do not for once neglect your own part to play don't keep waiting on god thinking oh yeah god there's a time to wait on god but there's a time to also act yes so we all have a part to play because matter don't fall from heaven like it does that department don't shut down since moses sometimes you got to pick up your basket and go to the farm cultivate the garden and wait for harvest or fruit on this platform i will be showing you where grace has worked for me and how to have a perfect relationship with god's grace to manifest god's purpose for your life there is really a balance to this thing i tell people i don't work hard i grace work and god's wisdom makes my relationship with grace juicier yeah his wisdom so here expect reality checks i'm gonna check you i'm gonna inspire you i'm gonna motivate you but i'm also going to be real that's where the reality check comes in because there's some hard truths that you need to you that needs to be brought to your attention maybe your mother doesn't tell you enough maybe your friends are not honest with you i will be honest with you in a loving way it's all going to be from a place of love don't think for one second that when I'm yelling here or screaming or being firm at something is that I'm trying to, I'm like, who do, who I, who, who, do, who do I think I am to be talking to you like that? Don't see that way. I'm your sister in Christ. I love you. The hard truths that I bring to you, trust me, before I bring it on this platform, God brings it to me. That man sets me up like nobody else. So... I'll kind of spank you with one hand and hug you with the other, if you know what I mean. Because you need both. You do. To truly have a well-balanced life. I promise to be firmly honest with you in a most graceful way. Because first of all, I know we are humans and we are bound to make mistakes. I'm not perfect. I just have a perfect father that I relate with on a daily basis. Right? So... Help me help you on here because I believe that when iron sharpened iron, we come out spotless. We come out blinged out. So, man, I hope this platform would do things for you that God intends it to do, not what I intended to do because it's nothing of my power. But until then, keep it moving, keep believing, be open, and take care please head over to iTunes to rate and review this podcast. We appreciate you sharing and being a part of this community. Until next time, keep living your best life. And remember, your gifts will make room for you when you make room for God. Do better because you know better.